Hey, this is Jess. This is Emily. And this is Sandra, and you're listening to Town Meeting, a Gilmore Girls Rewatch podcast. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14th. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, welcome to this week's episode. Lorelai's first day at Yale, guys. We're at Yale. We're finally here. We finally made it. Yes. We were talking a little bit before we started recording that this feels like the real first episode of season four. Yeah. I think we needed to say goodbye to Stars Hollow. Yeah. And that was our goodbye. I agree, but like... But I get you. I always forget about the first episode. Like, season four, episode one to me is Mm -hmm. the War Lies Go to Yale. Yeah, and I guess the, the whole, like, what was it? Ice cream? Cream queen? What was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something like the that. The Taylor that, that situation. That feels like something that could have been in season two. And like that that is that is a little bit season two-ish. Yeah. But regardless, we're here at Yale, guys. Yay. Yes. Yay. And it is. It's really exciting. This is the beginning of a new chapter. This is the beginning of the Yale years. The entire um, vibe of the show shifts pretty dramatically now that we have entered this new era. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, you know, not to put the cart ahead of the horse, but this is, I think, a really fun introduction to Yale. I agree. I agree. When we get that first shot of, like, Rory's hallway, right, leading up to her dorm, I was like, oh, where are you? This we're is there. Yale. Mm-hmm. I feel like we see the two girls' personalities really shine, too, because, like, Rory is just obsessed with planning and where am I going and has, like, her schedule memorized and just buried in the map and trying to figure out where everything is and, like, plan what she's going to be doing. And Lorelai is just like, no, be in the moment. And mm-hmm. I think that highlights mm-hmm. the differences between them very well. Well, let's uh, let's jump into this episode, then. Okay, so we do start out at the Gilmore's house. Rory is packing. Lorelai is preparing. They have apparently borrowed Luke's truck. And Rory starts talking about, how did I become one of those girls with like 8,000 makeup products? Used to be touch of mascara. What? A bit of a copper tone. Zip, bam, Mm -hmm. boom, out the door. Mm -hmm. Yes. And of course, this is misheard by Lorelai. And this is the uh, infamous, famous, famous, I don't know, copper boom. I put Copper Boom, like, on the same level of, like, oi with the poodles already. Right? Yeah, I can see that. You know what I like is that Lorelai and Rory are late for their second first day at a new school. 
Yeah. For all of her planning, preparing, Rory Rory often does run a little late when her mom is involved, at least. One other thing that I wanted to point out is there's like a little bit of discussion between Lorelai and Rory about um, something that I'm going to talk about in references. But they say, we'll Google it. Guys, we're in the 21st century, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I wasn't expecting it. Oh, so Google is officially... I mean, Rory did get that nice laptop for her birthday, right? Yeah, that MacBook, right? Like the old, mm-hmm. like really colorful one on her 16th birthday. Yeah. I miss those things. They were so pretty. They were cool. I never had one, but I wanted one. <laughs> I love that Rory is packing for Yale in trash bags. We, I think we have a moment later where Luke mentions, like, why didn't you ask me about suitcases? Mm-hmm. I just got back from a trip. Oh, the luggage. Oh, no, that was last yeah. episode, wasn't Th- it? That was last episode, yeah. Because they're, like, loading um, up the truck or something at the end of the day. Did you guys pack in trash bags? Because, like, I don't remember bringing this much stuff. I um, moved into this house with trash bags. I don't pack my clothes. Okay. I shove them all into trash bags. <laughs> I definitely used, um, like, boxes and duffel bags and stuff when I moved into my dorm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, I mean, I'm not, like, above using trash bags. I just feel like Yale, (laughs) you know, like... To be fair, there's a lot of moments in this episode. These aren't the trash bags. These are, like, the big black contractor (laughs) trash bags. Like, these are Mm -hmm. big trash bags. So they're the nice trash bags. Yeah. Is that a thing? <laughs> I yeah, think so. I mean, sure. it's definitely a thing. They're also taking pictures. Yes. And Lorelai does that walk, you know, the going to mm-hmm. Yale or going to college walk. <laughs> and I kind of agree with Rory on that one of, huh? <laughs> it feels very 50s. Lorelai reminds me so much of my mom. Of my mom oh my God. Of my mom in this scene. Because my mom takes pictures of everything. And I'm like, I hate pictures. And she's like, this is the only thing we have. This is how we get memories. It's, and I'm like, mm. It's so <laughs> much easier now that there's a camera on your phone now, too. Like, Lorelai's having mm-hmm. to walk around with a camera hanging off of her wrist the whole night or the whole day. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it is a digital camera, at least. It is. Mm-hmm. A digital camera that still has a lens cap. <laughs> yeah, it did. I did notice Which- that as well. I think she leaves on during that initial photo of Rory because later she takes it off. But yeah, we are having a packing scene. It is time for us to get going. We are leaving Stars Hollow. And from there we go, of course, you can't leave Stars Hollow without going to Luke's first, right? Mm -hmm. So, well, I guess Rory gets to Luke's and goes in and Luke, hey, today's the big day going to Yale. Where's your mom? Oh, well, she says she can drive a shift, but she couldn't get it out of reverse and has to back it all the way to Luke's. Which is impressive, honestly. Right? It is. The only note I have for this scene is uncooperative stick. That's it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Great line. Great line. this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) This isn't the misogynistic truck scene, right? Or is it? Is that later? I believe well there's two of them i believe this is the start of it and then it gets worse (laughs) either way lorelei can't drive luke's truck god bless him for letting her have it i guess 
especially mm-hmm. after that beginning. Oh, and we talk about Luke's divorce. Yes. And of course. the lawyer show up. The first lawyer shows up. All you want to know was where to sign. Mm-hmm. And the lawyer shows up and is like, oh, well, this is just what the paperwork or whatever to for the defendant to inform them of the, I don't know. Yeah, it's not in. even like the actual divorce papers. It's just the papers <laughs> to the divorce papers. The, which... I'm suing you for a divorce, I guess. Yeah. I, okay, admittedly, I've never been married, and I've never been divorced. However, could they not get an annulled? Um, Do they have to get into divorce? And I could be I'm wrong. Sure. I think an annulment you can only get if you haven't consummated the wedding. Or at least maybe that's just really old. I'm not sure, but one thing that this I brought up to know. me <laughs> is that because this was such like a spur-of-the-moment decision... They probably didn't sign a prenup, which is mm-hmm. probably the reason that all of this nonsense is going on, right? Because right. Nicole is a lawyer, so, but then it's like... We find out that Nicole has more money. Yeah. In my mind, though, I'm like, okay, you guys were dating for a while. You went on this trip together. Like, she should know him well enough to know that, like, he just want to sign it and be done. There's not going to mm-hmm. be a bunch of... Uh, moderation going on or mediation mediation. A lot of mediation going on it just sign it me done i have my stuff you have your stuff we do not have to split anything i mean we can guarantee they no- never get gar- like combined bank accounts or anything mm-hmm. so it's like they all they have their own places what is there to mediate also like nicole and luke are over right because as of now? yes they're getting a divorce but have they also broken up I mean, presumably, I feel like... Because that could be two different events. As of now, because don't we get a scene, not in this episode, but in a future episode of Nicole coming back and being like, hey, let's just... We were having a good time up until then. Like, I miss Mm -hmm. you. Let's just put this on hold for now and see where it goes. I don't really remember the Nicole days too much, to be honest. (laughs) I'd say as of, like, right now, yes, they are broken up. Okay. Just extremely messy. And Luke Mm -hmm. is not making things any easier for himself with the way he's acting with this lawyer. And I get it. Luke does just want to be done with it. But the way he treats all of these lawyers, it's like, oh my gosh, you get so many more flies with honey, my man. (laughs) I, I agree with that. But I was trying to think, like, the only thing he could do at this point would be to hire his own lawyer to make it go smoother. Mm-hmm. which he refuses to do because I'm sure it would cost an arm and a leg. Yeah, play game. Especially when you don't want anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, what are, you, what are you paying the lawyer for? To make it easier to just sign the papers and be done? Why, why would you need one for that to begin with? So we move on. We do get to Yale. Lorelai has bodily blocked a parking spot because why not? Uh... <laughs> She's in, like, full-blown embarrassing mom mode, I feel like, which isn't really a role a I think we've seen so far for her. <laughs> yeah, she becomes, I mean, we'll we'll discuss it later, but this is a very either a cool mom episode or a yikes mom episode for Lorelai. And in this moment, it's like, oh my gosh, that woman is not my mother. <laughs> <laughs> the I, I think she 
calls it like a dorm advisor, but in my mind I was like, okay, the RA comes up. Right, yeah, it's they an are RA. basically, yeah. yeah. RA comes up, S. okay, you're Durfee Sweet Five. She gets the keys. Do we ever see Tess again? I not was after today. That. Not after this. I don't think so. Well, we see her later on in the episode, but like, yeah, I don't remember Tess at all. So we have to keep an eye out for her to see if she ever yeah, appears. But I mean, the same thing happened with my freshman year roommate. Like I met her at the beginning, <laughs> or not roommate, RA. Uh-huh. The same thing happened with my freshman year RA. I met her and I thought, wow, she seems really cool. Never, Never saw her again. <laughs> Tess is interesting. Tess begins kind of a through line for the episode of people kind of judging Rory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of weird that she memorized the map. But, like, I'm at the sorry. same time, it's a pretty you... good thing to know. Well, she she's weird that she memorized the schedule. It's like, this is Yale, an Ivy League school. Like, I have a feeling there would be a lot of people there who would have, mem- like, who would have memorized the schedule? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's going to be some party kids there. It's it's college. It's always the case. But I don't think it's completely abnormal to have, like, the massive overachievers there either. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, totally. Especially at an Ivy League school. Yeah. Like, this is, like, supposed to be the smartest of the smartest or the richest of the richest, admittingly. To me, I feel like even Tess as an RA would have been one of those achievers like you don't become an R- I, well Grant, i have no idea what the requirements are to become an ra so i guess it could be did you sign up and get paid for it i don't know <laughs> I, I feel like there would be requirements for an ra that the yeah they're pretty legit there too mm-hmm. yeah well and also we have our mattress situation which as we mentioned in the last episode uh you know luke was like don't they have mattresses at yale they do, and Tess says it's okay to bring your own mattress as long as you've made arrangements to get rid of the old one. And of course, oh, yeah. Lorelai's yeah. done that, right? We did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely did. Which Rory latches onto. Yep. Really? When are they going to be here? What are they going to do? How do we let them in? Are we just going to let them in? Do we need to stay and wait? And like, what, berates Lorelai into admitting that she didn't set it up? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. We we she get, does get the keys though. She does. She gets the photos. They get the photos. Yeah, we yes. we get the we get the kid drop off photos or kids first couple minutes at Yale's photos, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We get the beginning of the mattress back and forth that is there forever, and we get to the dorm. Mm-hmm. We see the hallway, the hallway that the every very time iconic I see this, hallway. I'll, all I can see is Paris running in soaking wet and saying <laughs> yeah. something tire along tubes. the lines of tire tubes already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it raining? Uh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot will happen in this hallway over the years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Year. I can't wait for the season finale of season four. No, wait. It's the, the episode before the season finale. I'm we'll not going to lie. I had there. no oh, idea what you were talking about for a second. It took me a minute to, to catch up. <laughs> Yeah, we see the dorm, right? We take it in, yeah. we, we, we look at it, and we actually acknowledge that this is our first day. No, we don't. Rory doesn't, well, at least. No, this is this is where we see Rory and Lorelai's personalities really shine through. Rory mm-hmm. is buried in the schedule and the map. Where am I going next? What am I doing? And Lorelai is, this is it. Like, here's the moment. This is where you will be living. 
with your, I can only assume, three or four fireplaces. Yeah, there's a yeah. What's with the fireplace? Obscene amount of fireplaces. I assume it's because it's an incredibly old building that when it was built, that was probably the primary source of heat. Yeah, fair. So you yeah, have maybe. one. I I don't know if they're working fireplaces at this point, but my um my college had an unfortunate fire about five years before I went, and unfortunately, um, some kids died. So oh. there was no fire anything at my school. We couldn't even have microwaves kind of thing. Wow. Um, I don't know if things have lessened since then, but I remember like there was one girl that was caught smoking. I also went to Catholic school, so that's a whole different thing. But she had to go to a fire awareness class. Oh, gosh. Because she was smoking on campus. Yeah. So like to me, a fireplace is just like, whoa, (laughs) they had so much freedom. Fancy. We yeah. weren't even allowed microwaves. Well, <laughs> I kind of understand the microwave. Yeah. I can see a bunch of 18 and 19 year old boys putting foil in the microwave just to see what happens. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, on, on the subject of fireplaces, so Rory's dorm is kind of a dream. It's incredible. So you have the uh, entryway, which has got a big living space. It's mm-hmm. already got some furniture in it, and it's got this big, beautiful fireplace. But then you also have Rory's separate room, because this is a suite where there's a shared living space, shared bathroom, private bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Rory, who has a roommate, PG are their initials. Wonder who I that wonder could who be. That yeah, yep. They have a fireplace in their room. They have two single beds, and... Two desks, and it's very like inside the room besides the fireplace. It's very traditional dorm to me. It is. It's, it's very much similar bigger, to what mine was, though. Mine was yeah. much smaller. I would say mine was probably about this size. Like mine was bed, bed. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm very jealous. Mine was. I mean, mine might have been a little smaller. We didn't really have a whole lot of room to like move things around. I kept mine's so we had bed wardrobe desk um Mm -hmm. my roommate and and they were they could be bunk beds so she put her bed separately put her desk underneath it and then had the wardrobe Mm -hmm. next to it and then we also had like a mini fridge and stuff down there too Mm -hmm. underneath her bed but i mean i'd say it was it was probably comparable the way my uh college worked was the main dorms had uh you could get single rooms potentially right or you had one other roommate but you had to go to co-ed bathrooms right now there was a smaller dorm right which was the one that i had that had suite mates and had a shared bathroom like rory and future roommates will have here right however i had a room where i only shared with one person the other room had three people it was one oh, wow. bed and a and a bunk bed. That's a lot of people. <laughs> That's a lot of girls. That feels tight. A lot of girls. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it was it was a lot of drama. Oof. Well, we have taken in this beautiful room, but Rory sure didn't. Nope. She was so focused nope. on other things that Lorelai makes her do a full redo, which comes back to um, what we've talked about with Lorelai before, mm-hmm. using the example of Suki on her pre-wedding night, right? She's panicking oh, yeah. and Lorelai stops her and says, stop. Enjoy this you. moment, you know? Which I love. We all I love know. it when Lorelai does that. It's it's one of my favorite 
recurring Lorelai themes. No, I fully agree. And and I think it was perfect that Lorelai made Rory do that because she was. She was absolutely missing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we do that. We do the the re-walkthrough. Um, and then we get out to the courtyard. It looks like the girls have split up. Rory is with her RA and with, I'm assuming, whatever group she's been assigned to. I guess Durfee girl, dorm girls. Floor um, one. And they're all yeah, in picture or in line for their picture IDs. And what are these mean girls behind her? Like, they're I know so we see them mean. again. <laughs> Did you get that? I think that? it's a pilot callback. Because, like, you remember in the pilot, Rory is in high school in mm-hmm. uh, Stars Hollow High. Nail and she's around. writing, right? Yeah. And they're like, what is she doing? Oh, the homework? Or is she writing a letter? No, the homework, right? I feel like it's a callback of, like, Rory's always going to be, like, other. She's never going to be like other girls. Yeah, it's she's very unique. much a not like other girls. It is. But, yeah. again, I mean, and this is this is my I did not go to Yale perspective. I have friends who went to Yale. But, like, to me, you're at Yale. Like, mm-hmm. of all the places where people would not judge you for being academically minded or, you know, studious. Right? Yale. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, these, these yeah. girls are, like ridiculous mean girls but like to it's very clear later in the episode they are mean so that they can have a bit of like a i don't know a positive heel turn and have a redemption arc and like wow they saw that she wasn't weird i i don't like this scene no i don't either but i do like the chaos of it because i feel like college Mm -hmm. is like that like, we have mm-hmm. two groups at once, right? We have one RA yeah. talking and another RA talking. And then they meet up for a second and just be like, oh, my God, they're such babies. And, like, you can see that in real life, right? Like, I even mm-hmm. remember being the older version, being the RA mm-hmm. and being like, oh, look at the freshmen, babies. right? <laughs> I want to mention something really, really small. When they say, uh, remember to have your IDs in this post 9-11 world. Right. Mm -hmm. I looked that up just real quick on IMDb. They say that that's the only mention of 9-11 in the entire run of the series. Right. So we get that little tiny thing and it's IDs. And you know what? That still continues to to this day. Mm -hmm. Have your ID, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Now they even have like the fancy IDs that you have to get sometime by like the real ones, twenty twenty six or something. Yeah, to Mm -hmm. be able to. I have my real ID. Yeah. Anyway, Mean Girls, whatever. But we get back to the dorm. Lorelai and Rory reunite. Rory walks into her dorm and gets a tail. Somebody else just kind of follows her in and sits down in the chair. I'm like, part of me would kind of be like Rory, like, wait, what? What is this? Who are you? But the other part of me would just be like, hi. How yeah, are you doing? Right. Just say hi. It's okay. She won't bite you. Maybe. Or like, even like, hope. oh, <laughs> hi. What are you doing here? Right? Like normal things to say when you find somebody new in your space. No. Nope. no, Rory hides. Literally yep, hides. Lorelai comes and then Lorelai comes and hides with her. Hey, Lorelai was at a parent orientation. Yeah. you guys have parent orientations? I didn't. I think that that was probably an option. You know, honestly, my parents might have done something like that. I know my dad did. I don't remember. And uh, 
basically came back and gave me a very similar spiel to what Rory gets from Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Carry a rape whistle. Let's get you some mace. Here's some con- no condoms. No condoms allowed. Don't talk to boys. You don't know what boys are. You've never had a boyfriend. Well, bad about that. But all the dangers of going to college. But they finally get the courage to say hi to yeah. Tana. To this child. Yeah, literal child. Literal child. She's 16. <laughs> and the poor girl is just like, I'm adopted. Like, she, she does no yes. social skills whatsoever. She just blurts out whatever's in her mind. Because she's memorized trivia, which reminds me of Paris. Because Paris mm-hmm. did the same thing for Tristan's date. Yeah. But Tana's much nicer Uh-oh. about it and will customize <laughs> yes. the trivia to you as she gets to know <laughs> that you. That is true. Tana is very sweet. And I will say, Tana's fact about professional thieves starting at the bottom drawer and working their way up is something that I think about on, like, a weekly basis. Like, I'm not storing valuables, but every time I look at a set of drawers or any time I open drawers, I always think, uh-uh, start from the bottom. Like, <laughs> truly, this is, like, stuck with me in ways that some things never have. <laughs> Don't put your valuables in the bottom. <laughs> I will say, though, and I think this is because I've been – I just finished watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is a very, like, heavily Jewish show. Um that Tana is obviously Jewish, and I never, I don't mm-hmm. think I ever really picked up that Paris is Jewish as well. I just, yes, I don't Paris know. is Jewish. Yeah, because that was the Jamie thing, right? She got to have her first Christmas with Jamie? Yeah, that's yeah. true. I, yeah. I, I guess all, all of this as a kid growing up just like completely went over my head. Or, or I didn't even that's just fair. think twice about it, I just heard it and moved on. Yes, and I did just text my mom to ask if they had attended a parent orientation, and she said, I think so. We did everything that was available to us while we were there. I should text my dad and be like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, right? My mom would be like, I don't remember next, last week. Like, you want me to remember 10 years ago? (sighs) But Tana is here. Oh, God. It did make me look up. I was curious as to if Amy Sherman Palladino was uh, Jewish. And she is, in case anybody's wondering. She said in an interview she was raised Jewish, sort of. Whatever that means. Okay. Okay. Well, the basic consensus of Tana is she is odd, but nice. Which is honestly something, yeah, it's cool. That's kind of what you want. Because if you get odd, but mean... Oh, that's worse. Like, I don't know, someone else that could potentially come over. Possibly that would be the worse. next roommate. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I, I mean, compared to the other Yale girls that we've met so far, Tana seems like the best one to get paired with, right? Right. She's the only <laughs> nice one so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's probably because she's so like self conscious being like literally the youngest person on campus, yeah. I would imagine. Oh. Well, but the girls go to say goodbye. Everything is unloaded. Let's walk out. Oh, you need a fan and a mini fridge and a rug to make it cozy. And Lorelai trash cans, mass, trash cans, massive. List I mean, of to be fair, a couple her. things are necessary, like a like mini fridge. I know, can. yeah, the trash can is definitely, but a mini fridge actually really does help. And like, oh, yeah. and also especially a fan. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Like, you got to think, if you have a fireplace, that means the place is not well insulated. That's also for the summer. It's going to be hot as mm-hmm. hell. Um, yeah. Mm. I hid. My there dorm did not have uh, central anything. We had a radiator, and that was it, which means no air conditioning. Uh, and oh. the only way you could get an air conditioner was if you got a doctor's note. Oh, jeez. Which, oh, thank God well, my roommate did. I had the opposite extreme. We did have heat and air, and it was great. But my roommate was from Florida, so she demanded that our air conditioner be turned up to max throughout the year, like including winter. Oh. So it was always so, cold. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> always. My uh, mm. best friend, Vanessa, she used to come in the middle of summer in her sweatpants and sweatshirt to come to my dorm because my dorm wasn't Arctic. Because she knew it was going to be freezing in there. It was an icicle. (laughs) Well, I think that it's definitely not abnormal when your parents are dropping you off at college for them to be like wanting to like make sure you're as prepared as possible, right? Yeah. And I think my parents definitely did the same thing where we had bought a ton of stuff, packed up the car, driven to college, got all my stuff unloaded, and then they were like, we're going to go to the store and we're going to get you more things. Because, like, they came back with a little bookcase for me, and they came back with, you know, other things. And I still have some of those things. I still use that bookcase. But so... Maybe it's because it was my dad, but he was like, okay, see you later. Yeah. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) My parents would Um, have stayed as long as they possibly could, Unfortunately for them, I met the person who would eventually be my fiance within a couple of days of arriving at college. And I was like, peace out, y'all. Like, you don't need to be here anymore. (laughs) This is my life now. (laughs) I've got something going on. You guys can go. (laughs) Well, jumping back to Gilmore Girls, uh, Lorelai arrives back in Stars Hollow, specifically to Luke's, where there's a gaggle of lawyers sat. Like, and they're going over the divorce proceedings. Luke wants nothing. Nothing. He wants nothing. And yet, they don't, they don't believe him. They don't believe him Honestly, to me, these are just terrible lawyers. They, they kind of are. Uh, Stein 1, yeah. 2, and I know we have a name, but I'm just going to call him Stein 3. <laughs> they demand to know why Luke won't get a lawyer. And... Luke just goes in on them, like he roasts them, but nothing. Lorelai tries to come and help as a character witness. They will not accept that this man wants nothing. So finally, Luke just goes nuclear and goes on a rant about the glass playing guy on the cruise. Yes. He had to watch three times in a row. Which always makes me think of Miss Congeniality. Yes. That's what I was thinking about, too. Um, I would do the same thing, though, if I was Luke. Yeah, right? Like, it's just annoying. Um, The one thing I want to point out, though, is Lorelai, when she talks about her character witness, you know, one of the things she says is, when I think of Luke Danes, I think nothing. (laughs) How do we feel about that statement? If it was taken out of context, it would sound horrible. Right. But, like, knowing... (laughs) Knowing the context, knowing their friendship, knowing what she's trying to do, 
I think it I think it's kind of sweet. She's just really trying to like reiterate, no, he doesn't want anything. He's a minimalist. Just sign the papers and move on. Yes. And like part of me was thinking if they pan over to Luke, he's going to be upset by that statement. But mm-hmm. no, they pan over to him and he's like super on board with everything she's saying. See? So. He just desperately <laughs> wants these lawyers to leave him alone. Like I part of me is like why didn't he just like call Nicole? She should know him like re- call her, verify I want nothing and if you guys can figure that much out, we can be done. Unfortunately, you're not supposed to talk to each other during the divorce. Well, no, not I'm sorry, not him. Like, I would, like, he should tell the lawyers, call Nicole, Mm -hmm. confirm this, confirm I don't want anything. Mm -hmm. That is what I I told you, let her verify, and then they could be done with it, but no. (laughs) Well, the lawyers finally leave, and Lorelai and Luke get to talk. Uh, She swears the truck is fine. She did not destroy the truck. She promises. Yeah, it's around the corner, which totally makes it seem like she did actually destroy the truck, but Mm -hmm. she didn't. They just need it for a bit longer because there's now a second load and a second mattress. The Yale (laughs) mattress. The mattress that will not die. Mattress that will haunt their dreams forever. Because, you know, she can't take it back and he can't keep it, but he should be able to keep it, but he doesn't want to keep it. So they kind of fight slash flirt. Fight. Go in circles. Yeah. Um, the We've been here before. I recognize that tree. I oh, like yeah. that line. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I mentioned that in my references. We'll talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. But we cut back to Yale. And Rory's unpacking her dorm when uh, someone knocks. And it's Tana. The fragile Tana comes over announcing there's another sweet mate. And uh, she's named after a city, Athens, or Rome. Rome. Or, uh, and then you hear a voice. Paris? Yep. It's Paris Geller, guys. It's Paris Geller. With she her life is. coach. With her life coach, Terrence. Because after she lost her nanny, she but, talked to her wait, wait, rabbi on, and talked on, to on, her therapist. <laughs> Oh, she okay. did not lose her nanny. Her nanny went to a different, like, job. Fi- yeah. <laughs> her nanny's fine. <laughs> this just, to me, just screams, like, and I'm, I'm sorry if this sounds horrible, like, rich girl that does not understand how the world actually works. Oh, 100. Like, just the way she phrases it. <laughs> it's very yeah. woe is me. Well, I mean, like, mm-hmm. the fact that she is a you know, college freshman with a life coach, like, all right, that is, that's a big expense. But you know what? I think it's a good investment on Paris's parents' part, right? Like, this is is something that their kid needs. Therapy, at the very least. (laughs) Well, she even says, well, my rabbi talked to my therapist and they decided I needed a life coach. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she's clearly already been in therapy for an unknown amount of time yeah and she definitely has things under control she definitely didn't threaten tana at all right well she was was out of threatening tana (laughs) she knows yeah she knows that she can't control everything which you know what we all come to that realization at some point (laughs) she okay jess you say that 
but she arranged to be Rory's roommate. Like she called, she got yes. her dad to call. So how much is she really learning? But also, that was Terrence's idea, and we'll discuss uh, this a little bit next week. But I lay some of the blame at Terrence's feet. Don't let his casual, <laughs> bald smile fool you. He thought that their life journey was not complete yet. Maybe he should have called them before deciding that. But he seems to be a force of good. <laughs> do we do we think that Rory's happy or un- upset right now? Or somewhere in between? Honestly... The thing is, I also asked myself that question as I was watching the episode, and I can't tell if it's an Alexis acting thing or a character thing, but I Uh genuinely can't tell what is going on. Because it seems like she's a little grumpy based on the look she has with Terrence, but at the same time, she's very friendly with Paris, even though she's in shock. And then even when Lorelai shows up, it's not like a... I can't believe it. I'm so upset. It's like a, you gotta see this. I think she's so shocked that she doesn't really go either direction. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think there's a little bit of both. Like, I think part of her is like, okay, a familiar face, somebody who I have gotten along with, somebody, you know, a little bit of comfort while at the same time of like, of all the people to show up and give that comfort, it's her. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. Like, I think it's both. But there's something to be said about familiar faces. Cause like yeah, definitely. I had friends in high school that became really good friends in college because mm-hmm. they were familiar faces. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that might that's gonna be Rory and Paris's road, right? They're gonna become closer yeah. now than ever. I have always liked Rory and Paris. I think that they're very interesting and dynamic. I don't like Mm -hmm. Paris sometimes, but, you know, she's trying, which is more to be said Mm -hmm. than some people. I mean, I think Paris's personality is extreme, but, I mean, having flaws like that, it just feels real. Which I I do think ASP is fantastic at, is making real people. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. But outside of Rory's dorm, Luke and Lorelai, having done the trip together because Luke wants control of his truck and also to get rid of this GD mattress from his life, (laughs) they come out. But Tess is there, not Jess. Tess. Tess. (laughs) But Tess is there. And uh, she's very curious about that mattress. She's definitely side-eyeing Luke of, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Yep. And Luke is is just like, oh, I'm taking it around New Haven, giving it some air. Gonna bring it back inside. (laughs) (sighs) I'm pretty sure this mattress is gonna end up with someone dead. (laughs) Like, either because someone killed someone over it or something. But this mattress is gonna cause something. (laughs) But Lorelai is unbothered by the mattress. And... Mm-hmm. Goes to unload where she runs into Rory, who immediately has to like show her the parachute surprise. Yeah, I love the no <laughs> from Lorelai. And Paris and Terrence are setting up Paris's craft table. Mm-hmm. It's something along the lines of working with her hands helps relieve stress, which is fair like that. and right. totally true. Right? Yeah. yeah, have an outlet. Get it, girl. 
I have like several drawers full of yarn and stuff. It's a lot of fun and like gets my mind off of things. Knit, mm-hmm. do your craft is not for kids. Unfortunately, <laughs> Paris has a little bit of pent-up rage. Which is not new. But she's trying. Terrence yeah. talks her down from possibly physically attacking Tana. <laughs> yeah, poor Tana. Poor 16-year-old child in the oh, midst of this. Your first introduction to Yale and you meet Paris. <laughs> right. As your roommate. Right. But she's going to be so prepared for the real world after this. Yeah, That's sure. True. But at that moment, Luke comes in, pushing the mattress in. Now, here's my question for you guys. Picture this. You're 18 to maybe 21 years old, Right. You're a college student, and some random woman says, I will give you 100 to $200 for you to get rid of this mattress. Do you take that deal? Done. Right? Immediately. Yes. Immediately. Well, I mean, there's like those TikTok guys who stand on a college campus somewhere with a sign. I don't know if either of you have seen this, but... I haven't. It's like a thing where uh, they stand on a college campus with a sign, and the sign says something like, um, the first person to bring us a cat gets $100. Or, you know, if 10 people lie down on their stomachs in front of us, each of them gets $100 or something, right? And so they're just standing silent with these signs, and people run, and they get on their phones, and they're doing crazy stuff. For like a hundred dollars, absolutely. If somebody was like, "Hey, two hundred dollars to get rid of this mattress," that mattress is going in the first dumpster we see, and then exactly. we're gonna go buy beer. <laughs> Shit, I'd put it underneath exactly. my current mattress. Right? <laughs> it, it's just if I'm still using the same mattress that I'm taking out, it'll go on top. I'm not even gonna move the other one. I'm just gonna throw the this one on decker. top of it. Be done. <laughs> Woo! Extra cushion. I mean, I donated bodily fluids for $40 in college. I'm assuming blood. Just to clarify. (laughs) Plasma. Well, regardless, guys, this mattress is back to haunt the day. It is in Rory's dorm. And Lorelai finally legitimately has to leave. She has done everything. She has bought the extra stuff. She has nothing else to do. They have to say their goodbyes. Go. And it's it's sad. Yeah. This is a big departure, you know? Like, we're saying goodbye to the... We've really seen Rory and Lorelai together, except for when they're at work at school, pretty much all the time. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is the first time, minus, of course, when she was uh, in Washington, D.C., but this is mm-hmm. the first time that Rory is going to be apart from Lorelai for an extended yeah. apart amount of time. Yeah. Like, she's officially moved out. It's a, it's yeah. the end of an era. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I I remember that, like, departure, that, that separation, yeah. feeling, you know, feeling weird. However, I have more my mom's input. <laughs> So this is my mom's experience of dropping off her kid. We, and we were close at college. She said, I remember dropping you off and you were very anxious. Even while we were in line to drop you off or get checked in, you didn't want us to do anything that would attract attention. You were ready to be independent as soon as possible. 
And then she said, you were pretty much the same when you went to preschool. You weren't as worried about me embarrassing you, but you were ready to go and you weren't you weren't as concerned that I would come back for you. You knew without a Aww. doubt that I would be there and you weren't worried in the least. Oh, thanks, my mom. But I was. I guess I was a little bit anxious and also Aww. I'm always worried that somebody's going to embarrass me. My secondhand embarrassment is off the charts. So, you know what? I do remember and I know there's a parent orientation yeah. because they had all of the parents write letters to their kids Aww. that they put in your mailbox. I think it was like a month in or something. Oh. And it was just like, it, you know, obviously whatever your parent wrote for you. But mm-hmm. yeah, I have a very sweet letter from my dad. Um, I still have it mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. Just, you know, this is a brand new adventure in life. You know, good luck. And I'm proud of you. And just a really sweet letter. Like I should have found it. It's very nostalgic but it's it's a bittersweet moment like it's a mm-hmm. scared and excited at the same time kind of feeling yeah i remember when that day my mom and me we went grocery shopping we made sure to stock everything up and then when we got back mm-hmm. you know there's still the chaos of everyone moving in and like people yelling and all that stuff and like she's like okay i have to go now so we hug and then yeah. we're just left in a room alone maybe your roommate's there and it's quiet all that chaos leaves with your parents somehow and it's just like yeah oh and for some people that's like oh maybe the first time that they have to figure out what's for dinner by themselves right like oh gosh do i have clean pajamas like (laughs) all of the questions that you've never had to question before because you're Mm -hmm. on your own yep it's very sad and of course, it's incredible because Rory really rises to the occasion and she becomes an independent young woman and Yale happens. Right? Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. <laughs> um, well, we cut back to Luke and Lorelai. By the way, the mattress. Mm-hmm. You remember what the mattress? mattress? The Yale mattress? You guys remember this? Yeah, yes? Okay. <laughs> it's the mattress that's been going on throughout the episode. Luke was too weak to push it alone but Rory (laughs) could push it by herself I just want to point that out real quick so he needed help from a kid named Chip um and in exchange Luke unpacked some of Chip's stuff right or helped him unpack and apparently Chip was not the best mover let's say and so Luke has this whole rant going on (laughs) Lorelai is patiently listening until she's not but then come back Lorelai gets a page And it's just come back with a hundred exclamation points, which means Rory needs her and Lorelai is going to go back. My only issue, which I, I, (laughs) I think we decided it's like, what, a 45 minute drive or something from Mm -hmm. Stars Hollow? It's not a long drive. Oh yeah. Like initially she was supposed to have the truck back by four and she's like, I even got it back early. And now all of a sudden it's, I mean, Lorelai is about to take the truck again. And Luke says, I need it back by seven. It's like, this day is going very, I don't know if slow or fast is the right word, but I don't understand why Lorelai says it would take too long for me to walk back (laughs) to my house to get my car. And it's making a weird sound, so it can't make a long drive anyway. I think she's just, she's mom panicking, right? Well, I think it's that that part, but yeah, she got a text from her kid saying, come here. So she's going to get there. If I got a text, I mean, I get what you're saying. She could have gotten. I'm, got I'm her thinking G. into the future. Yes. If I got a text from Charlie, 
45 minutes after dropping her off at college and she's like come back be like honey you're a grown-up right you might get on the phone right you might call call her her. i would absolutely call her and talk to her but this is your life now i do remember one time that when i turned 21 uh, the big thing in Jersey is to Heck go to yeah. Atlantic City because you can go gamble now. And I went to Atlantic City and I had drama with a friend and it kind of seemed like I was not going to be able to get a ride back and I lived two and a half hours cool. away and I called my mom oh, in Oh, for that, I would 100% do in a heartbeat. Yeah. So... Oh, I've and I do have that moment. That this yeah. Super great at me, but I've called my mom like drunk at a bar, and like a common like college partying neighborhood. I'm like, I don't like mom. I don't have a ride home. And like, do it. The person who is supposed to be DD is not sober, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's definitely come down and picked me up. And I would do that absolutely in a heartbeat. Oh, but of course, yeah. Like homesick your first night at college. Mm, that's it's it's hard, but it's it's, it's hard. a hard you have to go yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except Rory doesn't have, have to do it. No, he's <laughs> like, no, of course I'm going to immediately to go. go around. But it makes sense for their relationship, right? Yeah, that's kind of does. their whole thing. <laughs> and bless Luke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lorelai arrives back at Yale, where Rory has been kind of just sitting on her bed, looking lost this entire time. Like in my head, I'm like, this 45 mm-hmm. minutes, this girl has not moved from this bed, staring at the wall. Like she, I bet she sat down on that bed immediately. On. Yeah, did right. Did not move for forty five minutes, and then sent the page, and then did not move for another forty five minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the poor girl literally jumps into Lorelai's arms, like she is freaking out, and all the years of codependency mm-hmm. have finally reached its point, because, oof, Lorelai, like she's a kid. Right. But she she's not a kid. Right. She's an adult. She can vote. She can buy cigarettes. She can do whatever she she needs to do. But she needs her mom. (laughs) And she blames Lorelai for that. I need my mommy. I mean, I I hate you. I want to hate you. Sweet rant, kind of. It's very. Yeah, mm, it is. I miss (laughs) you. And you probably didn't even think about me kind of thing. And it's like, you know that Lorelai like The entire was time Luke was ranting, Lorelai was just sitting there, I hope Rory's okay, I hope she's unpacking, I hope she I hope she hasn't killed Paris, I hope she's excited for her classes, just all these, you know, thoughts about Rory and about 30% paying attention to Luke's rant. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I do want to bring up also is Rory starts questioning everything. And one of the things she questions is, how did I end up at Yale? I, yes, I think she even says, list. like, a massive pro-con list. I still agree with. <laughs> I like grandma and grandpa, you know, manipulate me into Yale. No, manipulate I think she's my, just yeah. spinning, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she's just not in a good spot. And that is why Lorelai mm-hmm. decides to stay. Like, yeah, 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 of course, I'll stay the night. Which, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, she's going to stay for dinner. But then she's like, I can stay the night if you want. And then she's like, no, you can't do that. I'll be the freak whose mom has to stay. No, stay. So Lorelai's like, I won't stay then. And Rory goes, no, you have There's to so stay. There's so many mixed feelings. And, like, I get it. <laughs> I understand it. You just have no idea how to feel at that point in time as a kid. Mm-hmm. Slash mm-hmm. grown up. 
But Lorelai stays, and this unconventional group of Rory, a 16-year-old sweetmate, her ex-kind of friend, and her mom had this huge takeout dinner. And side note, again, not to mention Rory and Paris again, but I think I just kind of shipped them because <laughs> I love how close they are on the couch. Like, everyone else is spread out, but these two are just, like, cuddling. Not cuddling. They're, like, next to each other. <laughs> but, like, I'm just like... Today. If this show would have been made in 2020 <laughs> plus... They could have been the Fair. lesbian couple of my dreams. But it just, it's, I think it's a but comfort. They're like, they're just, they're comfortable <laughs> with each other. Obviously, we know Paris is. And Rory, I think whether she wants to mm-hmm. admit it or not, it's, it's who she knows. Mm-hmm. Well, and not only are they having takeout, but yeah. Lorelai has devised an entire system whereby to rate the takeout on a series of different, you know, criteria. Like, do we like the food? How how fast is it? How hot mm-hmm. are the delivery guys? How hot? <sighs> and spends her entire life yeah. savings on takeout. And so much food. Because right, who is paying for this, this food? Into yeah, before this shifts they order into, like, like the full on party that it becomes, they've got an entire table full of food and more food, presumably off screen because they're referring to food elsewhere, and mm-hmm. they do get. Eight pizzas. Which mm-hmm. even taking into account like early yeah. 2000s prices, I'll be even on the low end at, you know, say 10 to $12 per pizza. And this is on the very low end. That's I mean, this is like hundreds, minimum. hundreds if at, not thousands of dollars. Plus of all the food. One, oh my God. Like that's like $100 yes. on one order right there for four girls. <laughs> it's, and they already have all this other food. I'm sorry. Continue. No, no, you're good. Because at this point, Lorelai, yeah. I think, I mean, she did this on purpose, right? She got all this food and she's like, you know what? This opens an opportunity. Let's just open the door. All the girls on floor one, come get food. I think she orders all this food and she's like, I'm going to get friends for my daughter. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And it does seem like everyone goes over and mm-hmm. starts having fun the mean girls from earlier are there again broke yep. college right? kids free food hell yeah yeah and also exactly i don't care how awkward like, it is in there i'm gonna go sit there and eat whatever there's I like I mean, every type of food you could imagine there so it's not even just like and oh there's pizza it's like well do you not want pizza because right? they apparently have mexican and german and chinese, chinese and all kinds of Sri Lankan. <laughs> oh my gosh. They have everything. The one thing I will say is that mm. usually colleges do like frosh mixers, right? So that you can mm. meet each oh, other. Yeah. Um, it seems like mm-hmm. Lorelai took it in her own hands to do that mixer for them. <laughs> I would think that Yale would make their own mixers, have their own mixers. But you maybe know, it was like the next day or something. Yeah. Either way, this is either... Actually, I think Rory says something about that. She might have. I don't really remember. Regardless, Lorelai is either mom of the year here or overstepping her bounds by a lot. (laughs) And it's up to you to decide. And we do have some feedback that we will be sharing um, next week in our Stars Hollow Speak segment because I put a ton of surveys about this episode up on our Instagram 
and we got a lot of feedback. So definitely tune in next week to hear what everybody thinks about whether Lorelai is a cool mom or overstepping. Is Luke a saint or a simp? Um, All kinds of things. (laughs) But we do kind of wrap up this fun night with, you know, they've had tons of food. They even got ice cream delivered. And Lorelai is obviously staying the night. So uh, our next scene we jump into, Paris is on the phone with, Mm -hmm. we found out it's Jamie, kind of giving him the update on the dorm and everything. Uh, And at one point he asks if Terrence is there, implying that there's maybe some level of jealousy towards Terrence. Yeah. And when they finish... (laughs) Rory's like, has he ever met Terrence? And Paris is essentially like, no, not he won't if I can help it, or for as long as as possible. Which, does that imply that she likes the jealousy, or just that she doesn't want them together? I mean, in my mind, I always took it as, like, you wouldn't want your, well, I don't know, maybe some people do, but, like, your partner knowing your therapist. Yeah, fair. Or, like, talking to your therapist at the same time or something. I don't know about partners. That might be a little bit like a boyfriend, like someone in high school, right? If you're dating someone and then they're like, oh, I talked to your therapist last yeah, week. Yeah, that'd be a little weird. That's that's weird, though. No. Well, I mean, Jamie clearly <laughs> knows. And I wouldn't expect, it's like, and, and maybe this is just because I've been married for, I don't know, however many years. We've been together 10 years. I know that much. Um, whenever I have a new person come into my life especially specifically if it's a man and this is just a me thing but like I want to introduce him Mm -hmm. to my husband because at the very least like I know it'll eliminate any tension like any worrisome any jealousy anything like that just like hey here it is out in the open like there's nothing hidden here and and Mm -hmm. maybe it's just you know the age obviously they're you know I'm 34 yeah Paris is 18 or 19 at this time so I could absolutely see her liking the jealousy I I think at that time, too, like, even then, though, I would have been like, hey, just come meet him once and so you know and then move on. Or does Paris have a little crush on him and therefore wants to keep them separate? Well, we do have hindsight, though, because we know that Paris maybe doesn't really appreciate Jamie as much as she used to. Yeah, that's the other thing. Or Jamie. We're going to find it out pretty quickly. That's for another day. The girls are getting ready for bed. Lorelai has just taken a shower. Apparently, she fixed the shower head while she was in there. Um, which I was like, how weird She's is it so that handy. Rory's mom got to take a shower before Paris, the one who lives here? But, you know, I'm sure they worked it out beforehand. And the girls get ready for, for bed. Lorelai mm-hmm. is going to be sleeping on the old mm-hmm. mattress because she talks Rory out of it. Because she says, if my tall body sleeps on your mattress, it's going to have too big a divot. Which is nice, you know, let Rory sleep in her own bed for the Mm. first night. (laughs) And there's this joke that Lorelai makes because Rory says, if you get the heebie-jeebies, crawl up in here with me. And Lorelai's like, ooh, that'll get the Yale girls talking, you know? And I'm just like, really, Lorelai? I would be so weirded out if my mom made a joke like that. (laughs) (laughs) It was legitimately an incest (laughs) joke. Like, leg- yeah, like, it I just mean, was, yes. right? Yeah. It just wasn't said in those words. And I always think, like, that's, I mean, 
if you saw someone in bed with their mom, your mind wouldn't jump to that, right? It wouldn't like, jump to it. I wouldn't jump quite to that, but it would make mm-hmm. me jump to you are uncomfortably yeah. close with your mom. Oh, that codependency again. Yeah. Yeah. Not to anything like sexual by any means, but definitely to like. Yeah. A, you I are... mean, at least at least in a twin bed, like you gotta be <laughs> real comfy with somebody to share a twin bed. I say that as somebody who yeah. shared a twin bed with somebody for like three years, but that was a romantic partner, right? Like <laughs> we were okay being cozy. My high school boyfriend, we shared a twin bed while we lived with his mom for like six months or something at a t- at once. We were both like a hundred pounds soaking wet each. Like we were both tiny at the time mm. too. No way could that happen right now as as a grown up. Uh uh-uh. uh. Right. <laughs> well, you can both fit on a twin bed. Well, and then we have um the iconic howling scene, mm-hmm. which I always look at as like kind of a fun little weird college moment. Some of the boys from the boys' floor are howling out their windows, presumably at night. Mm -hmm. And of course, our fun party girl, cool mom Lorelai howls back. (laughs) And what are a bunch of boys who hear a girl howling going to do? They're going to howl louder. And it's just, it's a cute moment of Lorelai and Rory both howling and these boys howling. I think it's fun. And it just feels like, ugh college like this is the kind of crazy shit you do in college (laughs) yeah you want to hear the headcanon that i uh read once and i was like oh that's really cute i don't believe it's true but it's really cute is that one of the howling uh people were like the um oh life and death brigade right and that that's like logan or someone um and that's like why like one of Rory's first times that she comes out of her shell mm. is because Ooh, of the howling. Maybe um, okay. that is something that I read once, but it's definitely by someone that was very Team Logan. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I always wondered if it was some kind of like sorority or, well, I guess fraternity kind of thing <laughs> or some kind of initiation thing, or if it was if it was like associated with a group or if it was just. A bunch mm. of guys were probably drunk. Just boys being boys. <laughs> or yeah. just excited to be away from home, right? not even drunk. Yeah. Mm. Well, either way, it's it's kind of cute. Um, it is. And presumably they chat, they go to sleep, and then it's the next morning. And now it's really Lorelai's time. really leaving. Um, I, mm-hmm. I love that Lorelai is essentially walk of shaming in her clothes <laughs> from yesterday. With um, amazing hair. Yes, which yeah. we'll talk about because when she gets yes. back to Stars Hollow. <laughs> it looks even more amazing. Yeah. But no, it's it's time. And there is a great little moment where they point to Paris's craft corner because apparently she's already been up and crafted this morning. And I paused it briefly and she had crafted with like takeout boxes and stuff from the night before. Oh, <laughs> it really didn't even notice that. Didn't notice that. <laughs> I know it's like she's like got like feathers glued to like a Chinese takeout box. <laughs> um, oh, what is that even supposed to be? I don't know. It's, it's craft. Whatever right? her imagination wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was a little bit more the previous scene, but like also the scene is that this is the first time that Lorelai is experiencing college too. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was her first takeout party. That was her first howling kind of thing, and now she has to say goodbye to it. 
too. She doesn't get mm-hmm. that experience. She'll never have that experience in the same capacity as Rory's having it now. So R- Lorelai, I feel like, is saying goodbye to two things. Childhood, she really never got to have. It's like the experiences she, she won't have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we only really see Rory's side of it, of Rory saying goodbye yeah. to her mom, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're left with. Which is fair. But Lorelai has some feelings. <laughs> I do think Rory mentions when Lorelai is leaving that there was like a freshman mixer or something that was going to be later that day that she was thinking about going to. Okay. In this scene. So I think they did have one. It just isn't the day of moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Lorelai officially leaves and it's time for us to just move on, right? Rory's really Mm -hmm. at Yale now, right? We had kind of a false start. But now this is real. Mm -hmm. Our girl is at Yale. Lorelai heads back to Stars Hollow with the truck that she has certainly borrowed for longer than she originally had asked for She was supposed to bring it back by seven. So, yeah, about that. I'm thinking at that time it was going to be 7 p.m. Like, that she didn't, because she didn't have the intention. So... At this point, we don't know when Lorelai said she was going to have it back. Like, I'm assuming she called him at some point. It's like, hey, I want to stay tonight. Uh, she does say that she called Luke. Yeah. And she's like, and uh, it's two hours it. later than what I told him. So it's still earlier than what I was going to do. It's like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know it's just Lorelai being, you know, Lorelai and quirky, but you're borrowing somebody's truck way longer. Like, just, just get it back to them. <laughs> I mean, the whole truck borrowing thing is kind of a nightmare for Luke in this situation. However... The other nightmare is still present, which is the mattress <laughs> that just won't die. And unfortunately, the mattress made it back, but Luke's spare tire didn't. <laughs> who I, who yeah. unloads a spare tire without, like, just, I, I, what? A and college where is kid, the spare tire? Like, is it just chilling by the fireplace, or did someone steal this tire off? Did Paris truck? see it delivered, and then, like, when nobody was looking, steal <laughs> it and put, put it under like, her bed? Flowers. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna do something with it. Yeah, she's gonna make a wreath <sighs> of a tire. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I, you know what? I wish that was like somehow incorporated into the decor sometime later in the season. <laughs> it would have just been a fun little throw. Yeah. Well, we head back to Yale, and. The mean girls are there. We know that they were there at the party last night, and Rory's just kind of hanging out, and they come in with coffee, and she already knows where the coffee is from because Lorelai had pointed out to her where the good coffee was. Mm -hmm. And so they say, oh, we found this coffee. She says, oh, Oh, no. The library kiosk? No, they say we Lorelai'd some places. Yes. Right, Because apparently now... We're Lorelaying things, which means checking them out. And they invite Rory to go conveniently lose her student ID and get her picture retaken, which she's all over because we skipped over it. But her ID picture, she's not even looking at the camera. Like it can't even be like, valid. She's also named a valid picture. <laughs> she's also named Ronnie instead of Rory. And yes. Rory's like, who How? ever heard of Ronnie as a nickname for a girl? And Lorelai just like, well, uh, Veronica? Yeah. <laughs> right? I knew one. Which makes me laugh every time. <laughs> I don't understand like, how I'm you pretty can sure Veronica get... Mars was at the same time, no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you can get an, a college ID 
which at that point is still a valid ID. Many places are going to like ask to see that for like discounts and stuff like that. How I don't understand how they can do it with the wrong name. At Yale, of all places. Yeah. Like you would think there's a lot of money there. We didn't talk about it too, though. When she was getting the picture and afterwards the guy just looks at her like, okay, you're done. Like just the look <laughs> yeah. on his face makes me laugh so much every single time. I mean, our picture of Yale thus far uh, is pretty far removed from what I would have pictured of Yale previously, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, austere Ivy League covered, you know, like, Ivy covered walls and everybody wearing polos and, and doing that thing where you tie a sweater around your shoulders. No, and like the Springs Carrying hefty books, right? Like, that's the vibe that I've been picturing. And so far, <laughs> Yale has been a little bit quirky which makes sense right this is the gilmore girls version of Mm -hmm. yale it's never going to be true yale true yale isn't even like what i imagine yale (laughs) is well we wrap up this episode with kind of a sad moment because we see rory making friends making plans kind of coming into her own moving on and we have lorelei getting home to an empty house and something that hit me too uh, Lorelai has never lived alone. She moved out mm-hmm. with her daughter. No, because she was living with the grandparents. Mm-hmm. She had Rory. She lived with Rory, and now she's alone. She doesn't get a new experience. She's not going to college. She has to go up, go to work the next morning, mm-hmm. and come home and eat dinner by herself. Well. Does she get to go to work, or is she currently unemployed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she might be unemployed. The end is closed. <laughs> she yes, might be unemployed. But, I mean, she does have, you know, potentially opening the dragonfly as a new venture coming mm-hmm. up. But mm-hmm. in this moment, she is home. She's in her place, the place that has been theirs. And she has to figure out what she's going to do with herself. And that in that moment, don't you think like, oh wow, this house is really big? Oh yeah. Like I've been in those moments where you're like, oh wow, what I thought was a small place can turn out really big if you don't have people with mm-hmm. you. So I really feel for Lorelai in this episode. I understand yeah. the criticisms because I do think she oversteps at times. However, this I think that she was processing. As yeah. well as she yeah. could have. Mm-hmm. And also, looking at it from Rory's perspective, this was the most perfect way for her to start her Yale experience, yeah. right? If we're looking at it purely from like a mother-daughter relationship, everything that Lorelai did made Rory have a better experience. Yes. And that's what okay. Lorelai cares about at the end of the day, right? She is not embarrassed to be the overstepping, awkward, embarrassing overly spending mom if it means that she's doing what she thinks is best for her kid and you can't falter for that no i mean i know i I have my little bit of criticisms with lorelei like going straight back to yale but i completely agree i do think she was a fantastic mom in this episode 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which brings me to Townsperson of the Week, guys. I know my pick. I really, really hope it's your pick as well because I can't see it going to anyone else. I'm sorry if that's too much pressure. I mean... (laughs) I realize. The lawyer. I think... Yes. (laughs) Stein number two, specifically. Oh, I I like Stein number three, because he has, like, four different personalities. Especially because Stein number three isn't even named Stein. (laughs) (laughs) But definitely not Stein number one. Okay, continue. I think, um, obviously, we've just made a pretty solid case for Mm Lorelai, right? I think there is also a solid case for Luke. Yes, Mm -hmm. there is. However, Um, here's my mm -hmm. argument against Luke. Luke is a great friend. We have acknowledged that, right? We have seen that before with, like, when he took Lorelai to um, the hospital when Richard Mm -hmm. had his heart attack. He is a great friend. Is he kind of doing it for other reasons? I mean, that's why the survey said saint or simp. (laughs) I don't think he's... (sighs) I think he's close enough to Rory as well that he wants to make her experience as good as possible when moving to Yale. And he has the available truck. Yes. <laughs> the kind of available. I don't think the initial agreement had any other motive other than helping out Rory and also helping out Lorelai just as a friend. The more Lorelai mm-hmm. kind of takes, <laughs> it might start to transition a little bit to the to the other side. Yeah. And... To be fair, Luke is literally in the middle of like a pretty all of a sudden nasty divorce. So is it nasty or just horribly be... annoying? <laughs> I think that it's nasty if you have a bunch Obnoxious, of lawyers maybe? completely taking over your business during business hours. Yeah. Like that feels like an it should not be an okay legal tactic. This is um but I mean, I think that the case for Lorelai is very fair. Is that who you're thinking, Sandra? It's 100% who I'm thinking. I just think that she was such a great mom in this episode. I understand the criticisms, like I said before. I understand the overstepping. But Lorelai did not think of her feelings once in this episode. Mm-hmm. Rory was first in her mind the entire way through. Yeah. Um, and I just mm-hmm. thought it was really sweet and kind of bittersweet because we know her backstory. Yeah. Yeah. But I I agree that Luke, you know, was great. <laughs> Luke is always great. Luke was a good guy, but yeah. Lorelai went above and beyond in this yeah, episode. Yeah, I think Lorelai mm-hmm. really shined in this episode. Okay, so we agree. We're not going to have a fight yes. to the death? Okay, cool. I mean, it would definitely have been <laughs> to the death, this. but no. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> or yes, that we are well, in agreement. Well, then congratulations, Lorelai. <laughs> congratulations, Lorelai, on... Uh, winning the Townsperson of the Week this week for your first day at Yale, but also kind of your last day at Yale. 
Because mm-hmm. I don't think she ever sleeps over again. Not that but we know of. I maybe. Think I don't so. think so. We'll have to think about it. Now, I do want to mention the Discord because the Discord is not agreeing with me right now. I'm my my audience is failing me because they all voted for Luke. <laughs> so that is, you know, I'm I'm I am understanding, I'm listening, I'm taking it in. Not all. I'm trying to it be less like, judgmental. It was about a, a 70-30 split. Nobody yeah, agreed with Laura me on Luke. the lawyers, but whatever. That's fine. <laughs> I like, um, when I made this, I was just like, I need to put the lawyers on there. Maybe one person will think the lawyers were great. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank I you, just Emily. voted Emily for the lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I mean, that's proof if you, if you were nervous last week or last episode that we, you know, were really influenced by our Discord poll. That's not how it's going to be every time. We're going to take it into consideration. But we're still going to make up our own minds. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so congrats, Lorelai. Runner up to Luke. Unofficially. Yeah. But, you know, we love you. And that brings this episode to a close. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. As always, I was Jess. And I was Emily. And I was Sandra. Bye. Bye. We'll see you see next you week. next week. Thank you so much for listening. This is Town Meeting, a Gilmore Girls rewatch podcast with Sandra, Jess, and Emily. You can follow us on Instagram at townmeetingpod, send us an email at townmeetingpod at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash townmeetingpod and click message. You can also support us by subscribing to us on Spotify or buying us a cup of coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash townmeeting.